Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to our Roaring Twenties, hosted by me, Rose, and my beautiful co-host, Lale. Join us while we discuss the rollercoaster ride that is our twenties, the trials and tribulations, the highs and the lows, and everything in between. Hello, Rosie. Hello, Charlotte. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. Been busy this week. What adulting have you done? Been busy adulting, I hope. Um... What have I done this week? Oh my god, actually not that much. No, actually, tell a lie. I've got a little small business and I took three orders this week. So I'm pretty happy with that. That's little that's adulting right there. <laughs> that is adulting. You're a little business girl now. Yeah, I know. It's so hard when you're just starting up, but um yeah, it's actually been quite fun. And getting three orders, I was like, yes, girl, I'm doing something right. <laughs> what about you, Lali? What have you done this week? Adulting. Um not that much this week. I've just been working. I did have some annual leave at the beginning of the week. So I did spend some time off, which was nice to just relax and get out of work. But I did end up doing my back in though this week. Oh, which was very... that's a very old lady thing to say. <laughs> I know. I was in the gym and I just like, I felt this like pop in my back. And then I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> and my back went into spasm. Uh, luckily my sister is a nurse and she specializes in spines so oh, I was perfect. like mate help <laughs> I was like help me did you just get her to step on it that's what I would be doing like getting my dog to walk oh, all over it <laughs> if I got my dogs to walk on it I'd probably die they're so yeah. big and fat <laughs> <laughs> do not fat shame those dogs <laughs> oh they, they need a bit of fat shame So today we are going to be talking about contraception. So it's something that literally everyone, if you are sexually active, and even if you're not, has to think about. So we're just going to talk about our experiences, what we found works well. And we're also going to share our own nightmares with you guys as well. Because mm. um, I think I can speak for every single contraceptive You've tried them all. Is. 
I have. You have tried them all. And actually, now I think we're both on the same one. So, and we're both pretty damn happy with it, aren't we? Yeah, very so, happy. Yeah, I think we can share our experiences of that too. <laughs> we might as well, first of all, just tell everybody what contraception we're on. So, Lali and I are both on the coil. Um, it sounds so scary when you think, oh my God, I've got a little bit of metal inside me. But actually, to me, I've been on a long journey with contraception, probably not quite as long as Lali's because she has literally tried everything. (laughs) But with me, I've had a few different pill types. Some of them are slightly crazy. And I just really wanted something that was non-hormonal and that would make me feel (laughs) sane. (laughs) So um, it's worked out super well for me. How about you, Lali? We're on, we've both got the IUD, so the interuterine device, if that's what it's called. Um, No idea. Sorry if I got that wrong. But uh, we're both on the IUD, but mine is slightly different than Rosie's. So Rosie's got the copper coil, um, which is the non-hormonal one, whereas I have the hormonal one, which Mm -hmm. is the marina coil. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't go away from hormones, but I've gone on such a journey Mm. with contraception. I've tried basically every single type of contraception that there is out there. And this one just works brilliantly for me. I need hormones in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) Because I've got polycystic ovaries. So that means I get irregular periods. So if I'm on any sort of non-hormonal contraception or I'm not on any contraception at all, I will just bleed really really weirdly oh my gosh oh that sounds awful so irregular oh hun, that's terrible but this is the only one that's worked for me where mm-hmm. i've not had any major side effects i'd say the only one i've had with this one is i get i get spots and i did have a problem with acne for a while but i dealt with the acne with further medication which for a lot of people probably isn't what they want to do they want to have they don't want a contraception that's going to cause them to have side effects. Yeah. I just had to take the highs with the lows with it and just accept that this is just going to be a side effect of this contraception that I'm on. Lots of, I love it. Lots of people actually try and go on contraception to get rid of acne, don't they? It generally yeah. sorts a lot of people's skin out. I remember when I was at school, it was one of the key things. Everyone was like, I'm just going on it for my spots. <laughs> and it works. I think that's why I initially went on it was that it was either from my skin or it was because of my irregular periods like it wasn't as a it wasn't to use it as contraception it was just to sort of form as hormone balance it's such old hat now I think I think there's probably a lot of kids that are on birth control yeah a lot earlier and it's not being used for for sex anymore that's not what it's for yeah for contraception it's it makes you wonder what people did beforehand. <laughs> yeah, you just have to put up with your spots. What time, What sort of age do you think is the best age to start contraception? See, I don't know because I, I don't know because we obviously we're so reliant on it, and obviously I've been on I've been on the a pill or some type of contraception since I was probably like thirteen, twelve, thirteen. Gosh, that's so young, Lale. I know, but I wasn't. Wow. It wasn't like being sexually active or anything like that. It was just purely like hormone control. But as I said, I've got polycystic ovaries, so my hormones have always been imbalanced. Yeah. So I've had to use artificial hormones to try Sweet and balance out. me out. But then I do wonder sometimes that, like, what's it actually done to my own hormones? Like, yeah, yeah. they were irregular, but would they have settled down if we'd just left it? Mm. Yeah, you never know, do you? 
no. It's, yeah, it's one of those things where you are affected, like when you think about it, you're affecting your body so much by taking hormones. But sometimes the short-term benefits just outweigh it because you'd rather not be in pain all month or feeling uncomfortable. And it just makes you feel so much better, doesn't it? I have tried it before where I've gone off all contraception and just left my body to it. And Ooh, how did that feel? It did work at first, so but I think it, I still had the sort of residual hormones. So I, after I finished university, I decided to just stop taking contraception because I was like, I'm not with any partners or anything like that. I was like, I'm just going to see what happens to my body when I just leave it naturally. And it was so weird to have to like experience hormones again. But I I found that like at first my periods were quite quite sporadic that I would have long breaks between periods like three month breaks which I was like this is fine because no one wants a period (laughs) and then it slowly started to pick up again where I was having smaller and smaller breaks I remember at one point I was at the right sort of balance so I did have sort of like a 28 day cycle and it was so weird because I could tell when I was ovulating yeah I would literally be walking down the street I'd see someone And I'd be like, oh my God, why are all these people out? Where have these fit people all come from? Literally (laughs) anybody. You were just horny. (laughs) I I don't think it was that. I honestly think it was, I was ovulating because a couple of days later I came on my period and I was like, it must be that because I keep seeing people that I'm like, oh my God, where have all these fit people come from? (laughs) So... Do you even know what the, do you even know what estrogen and progesterone do in your body? Like the two main components of the pill? Well, being a healthcare professional. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would know. (laughs) Um, So obviously if you're on a hormone uh, contraception, uh, the two main um, hormones that work for you are estrogen Mm -hmm. and progesterone. Yeah. Um, so estrogen is um, a substance that uh, promotes the healthy development of female sex characteristics during pu- puberty. Um, so they're what sort of when those when that hormone starts kicking in when you're going through puberty, it's what gives you uh, big boobs. It's what or sometimes not so big boobs. <laughs> um, yeah, you it, know that's quite funny because a lot of people on the pill do get boobs that grow quicker. I remember when I was like yeah. sixteen and all my friends went on it. They had cracking tits at sixteen, and I was like, <laughs> "Where am I at?" <laughs> so that's estrogen. <laughs> so yeah, that's the, that's the estrogen working for them. Um, it's also involved in uh, keeping your cholesterol in control, um, protects your bo- your bone health, um, and it can also affect your brain, including your moods. Uh, skin yeah. and, um, <laughs> and your heart um, and then you've got progesterone and progesterone is basically the pregnancy hormone that's what it's referred to oh interesting it's the hormone that tells your body to get ready for pregnancy so obviously you have a 20 t- approximately 28 day cycle um, where your body starts with your period begins your uterine lining sheds um and then after that point, your uterine lining then will continue to thicken and, and develop. And that's the progesterone. And it's basically preparing um, your body for when that when you ovulate and that egg um, closes down into your uterus and awaits fertilization. <laughs> um, and then if it's not very thorough. <laughs> yeah. Then if it's not fertilized, um, your body will then shed that uterine lining um, and that's when you get a period 
Um, so the progesterone basically thickens the uterine uh, lining, preparing your body for pregnant, uh, pre pregnancy, which is what, what essentially it does when you're taking progesterone is it tricks your body into thinking that it is pregnant. Okay, so should this technically make your skin glow and your hair lovely and thick? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it works like that because there are other... Because that would be great. There are other hormones involved when you are actually when there is actually a baby there. But it, when you take progesterone, it basically tricks your body into thinking that it's already pregnant. Um, so it causes a um your cervix to develop a sort of mucus over it, which again prevents uh, sperm from entering into your uterus. Um, and it makes it makes it can sometimes make the environment not healthy for a, for a, a fertilized egg as well. Um, so that's oh, oh gosh, Lali, you are so bloody clever. You know what? If you weren't on this podcast, it would not be informative at all. It would just have me rambling on. No, that's so helpful. Because I actually didn't know that. And I've been taking these pills and whatnot for years. So that's really insightful. You don't get this kind of treatment when you go to the clinic and get it picked up. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not an expert. So if I do have said anything that's wrong, let me know. And remember to email us at rroaring20spodcast at gmail.com um, and just tell me because I'm always interested to learn new things. Yeah. So we might as yeah. well. So we're going to now dive into what options are out there. Um, if you've tried any of these, remember to email us at podcast at gmail.com and give us your ratings and reviews on these contraceptions. But we're going to give you our opinions on them first. Um, so the first one I've got here is cats or diaphragms. I'm not going to lie. Have I you... don't even know what they are. <laughs> oh, what is no. a cat or a diaphragm? <laughs> I feel like that's really an american thing i've never heard like never seen one i don't even know what they look I've like i've not seen it before i think they were quite like popular back in like the the 90s and the 80s and 90s um that so basically a cap is a it's a it's like a circle um it's like a condom essentially um but it's a female version so instead of it going over the penis you put it inside your vagina okay and it sits on top of your cervix so that's how you prevent pregnancies. It's not 100% effective. Um, and it's obviously, it's you have to make sure that you put it in before any sort of sexual contact happens. That for me, I will, I've never I, tried I, it and I would never try it. I've just Googled it and it's making me feel a bit sick. So I think, no, for me. <laughs> so no, next one. <laughs> but the thing I keep thinking is like, when you, when that, that, when it's like about to happen you'd someone would you'd have to go like hang on a minute i need to just go to the toilet and yeah. sort stuff out or you'd have to just whip it out and then shove it in no thanks yes. <laughs> have you ever i always think it would be a bit like a moon cup have you ever tried a moon cup before no i've or also is, never tried them but some of my friends really rate them i've tried one before i really like i really liked it but I remember my sister, she probably won't appreciate me telling this story, but I remember my sister texting me and being like, Sorry. oh my God, I can't get mine out. <laughs> <gasps> oh my God, that is scary. I, I've heard it's like almost like a suction cup on your vagina. <laughs> but I can imagine that's the same for a cap or a diaphragm. Yeah. 
It's a no from me. Next one. <laughs> yeah, no from me as well. Zero out of ten. Defo would not recommend. No. <laughs> um, so the next one is the combined pill. I've tried this one. I've tried a few of these. Yeah, same. A solid six, seven out of ten, I would say. I would give it an eight out of ten, but only because when I was on it, I had no problems. I'm not allowed to be on the combined pill, which is the most frustrating thing because it was the one type of contraception that worked for me when I first mm-hmm. was going through all my different types of contraceptions that I've tried. Um, so the combined pill is obviously you get estrogen and you've got progesterone in them. Um, but there's been a lot of research for people with migraines. So if people have get migraines with visual disturbances, so I get um, sort of little fuzzy lines in my vision if I'm getting a migraine, um, if you experience those kinds of migraines, there's like an increased risk of you getting a blood clot Ooh. that could then lead to a stroke. I think I've heard this, yeah, because they ask you, don't you, at your um, meeting whether you have blood clots or you've got them in your family. Yeah, I really, I loved being on the combined pill. I had no problems. I got no spots, but no. it just, I can't be on it because I get migraines, which is really frustrating. So this is the one where you have the seven day break, isn't it? So you have, you take a pill for sort of 20 something days and you have a break for seven mm-hmm. days. Yeah, I think I quite liked that over the other types of pill that you take. So I think there's another pill that you can take, which is, um, it just continues, you take it every single day and you don't have that break. And I quite liked that break because I kind of felt, I don't know, I just felt like I was in a natural cycle, even though it was like a hormone induced cycle. And you can pick when you want to have your period as well. Yeah, exactly. So if you're going on holiday or if you've got a sexy little weekend away book, then you just don't have to worry. <laughs> um, so I think you've got quite a lot of control over your periods, which is really good. Um, and if you do like that natural break, I think it's quite good for you. Um, the only downside to that is I definitely went a little bit cray on them. And I have never, ever, ever in my life, I'm such a positive person, never had panic attacks. I was on the combined pill and I would just get little weird panic attacks out of nowhere. And I'm not anxious. And since coming off the pill, I haven't had them. So I know that it was 100% linked to that. Um, and that was my that was my only downside is that it would sometimes make me a little bit crazy. Like I'd get a little bit extra jealous if my boyfriend looked at someone. <laughs> um, and that's it really for me from the combined pill. How about you? I didn't really have any problems when I was on it, to be honest. Um, but yeah. I have heard similar stories from people where they've said that like one of my friends, her sister, she literally can't be on any hormone contraception and she especially can't be on the combined pill because she turns into a psychopath. She was like, Yeah, I turned into a different person. She will get angry, her like anything could set her off. People couldn't live with me. She was like, my family couldn't cope with me. They just couldn't deal with it. So they It's crazy, to come isn't off it? it? It changes mm-hmm. your mindset so much. Like I'm always like, quite, I would say like a fairly chilled person, but I would just like flip at the smallest things when I was on it. Um, so yeah, it didn't 100% work for me, but it was a solid one. You had good control and then the side effects weren't too bad. So six, seven out of 10 for me, eight out of 10. So for you, so should we say yeah. seven, seven out of 10? Happy yeah, medium. Yeah, seven overall, overall. 7.5. <laughs> condoms. Yeah, condoms. <laughs> Oh, I would say solid nine out of ten for them. <laughs> the classic really? can't go wrong. Yeah, I honestly yeah. I couldn't. I know some men hate them, but just get over it, guys. Um, I honestly I didn't. I 
got on the pill quite late and I think I was about 18 19 when I first started using like normal contraception um, and I just used condoms up until then and I've got no problem with them at all so yeah. I rate them a lot bit of a mood killer I've obviously used them in the past but yeah not a massive fan I just find them to be a bit of a hindrance but I guess they work <laughs> Yeah, and also stop you getting STDs, guy. One of the guy, one of the most important things. Like, no, you, you. I would say good, solid nine out of ten. What would you rate it? I'll give it an eight. Eight. Okay, eight, then. Eight, eight point five in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the contraceptive implant. This is one I've not had. <laughs> really, I thought you might have had that one. Nope. <laughs> so that's like a little jar inside you, isn't it, on your arm? Yeah. So right? it's the. I think it's progesterone only, so it's only the progesterone hormone, um, and you get it implanted into your arm, and it stays there. I think for six months or a year. I'm not hundred okay. percent sure. Um, I didn't. I haven't got this one. Um, I I've looked into it before, um, and I got told flat out by the doctor they were like, if you get this put in, you're gonna bleed from the moment that it goes in till the moment it comes out. I was like, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> no. Oh my god! No, I, to be honest, I've not actually. The only things that I've heard about this is quite negative, um. So I can't really rate this because I don't have the experience with it. But if anyone has any had good um, experiences on it, get in touch. I'd be really interested to know. I know quite a few people who say that they've put on weight since they were on it. Mm. That that's with a lot of contraceptions the same, mm. isn't it? Yeah, but I. The problem with progesterone only is that it te- it you do tend to put on weight when you're on it. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not 100% sure why that is, but they've like they've looked into it and they've done research on it and it has shown it's significantly more weight gain in people on progesterone-only contraception than um, combined contraception or no contraception. Um, okay. So the next one we've got on the list is one that I have had so much trouble with. Um, so it's the oh, contraceptive really? injection. So there are different types oh. of um, contraceptive injections. There's the um, one... There's, well, I only know I've used two types, and there's probably more, um, but they tend to be progesterone-only injections. Um, I had the depo injection, which is where um, a healthcare professional basically injected me every, I think it was six months. Um, what? Really? See, yeah. I thought that the, the injection was the same as the implant, so this just goes to show I've got no idea. Um, so where do you have it, like in your bum or something? Yeah, basically it's fatty tissue. Stop so you it, inject, you don't. Yeah. In your yeah, bum? You, you inject it, it into fatty tissue, so the, your oh. bum's the best place to inject it. <laughs> so you just had to get your ass out to your nurse every six basically. months. Like, oh, you've been squatting. <laughs> I was on it for a year. Uh, I was on the, where the where a healthcare professional injects it. But then I had so many issues trying to get a follow-up appointment and there would never be any availability. So it was just so frustrating. So in the end, I went to my GP and I said, is there a better way of doing this? And because of my healthcare experience, she was like, you probably would be suited to the self-injection. Oh, okay. I was prescribed their like little, little pipettes, little needles with a little pipette on the end. And you basically um shake up the solution inside the little pipette and then inject it into your stomach or into any sort of fatty tissue area oh my gosh Um, you're so brave so I did that for probably about a year and a half and bearing in mind that you only need them every six months so I only did three injections really um 
but my main issue that I had with the injection, I put on so much weight. Why do you think that was? Is it just because of the toxins that were going in? It was just it's just a progesterone. I, I honestly think it was a progesterone that caused me to put on weight. Um, that that was one of the reasons why I then went off um, off contraception because I was like, I don't want to. I want to let my body get back. So the contraceptive injection, I'd give probably a five out of ten. It's not the most convenient one to have and obviously it's not very nice getting injections. Yeah. I would say it sounds like it should be lower if I'm honest. I feel like you're being a bit kind with that one. <laughs> well, I was on it for two and a two and a bit years, so I must have liked something about it. It's probably the no periods, that's always a winner. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> no, I don't think I would like to inject myself every six months. No, thanks. No. <laughs> Next one. Uh the contraceptive patch. Never tried it shocking lady. no I yeah unfortunately I don't know anything about that the only thing that um like I didn't know I've never even really seen them but do you remember Love Island last year where one of the contestants had a patch on and everyone was like what is that patch and I think that was probably the most mainstream thing that I've ever seen of the contraception patch but other than that no idea so they would probably look a bit like a nicotine patch wouldn't it <laughs> yeah from- <laughs> yeah you just don't want to look like you're addicted to uh cigarettes <laughs> Um, what about female condoms? I've never no. used one, have you? I. Uh, <laughs> we can't rate that one either, guys. <laughs> no, but honestly, I would kind of consider it to be a bit like having a plastic bag up your hoo-ha. Yeah. Or like those capsule diaphragms mm. that we just Googled. It sounds something like that, if I'm honest. One of my friends, she's, um, she's gay, and she talks about it, because obviously if you're gay and you're having sex with other females, like... You can't protect yourself against STDs mm-hmm. in terms of like wearing a condom or anything like that. So that's what the female condom is basically designed for. And it sits yeah. not only inside, but also on the outside. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You were so informed. <laughs> it covers the outside as well, which I just think like that's just not, doesn't sound very appealing to me, if I'm being perfectly honest. No, so I will give enough. it my own, my own rating um, of inexperienced but I'll give it a zero I'm not gonna try it (laughs) yeah I'd probably it's just not for me nope but if it works for you um so the IUD and the IUS so this is the copper coil is the IUD and the um sort of hormonal would you call it yeah intrauterus <laughs> interuterine system or hormone coil yeah so there's two different types isn't there so there's the one which is the copper coil more commonly known as which has got no hormones in it at all and that's the one that i'm on and mine's the hormone coil i would give this a solid eight out of ten maybe a nine if i could give it higher i would i would say nine ten out honestly i feel like this has changed my life so i only got it a mm. few months ago and the insertion process is it is yeah. horrible but what i would just recommend is just expect it to be horrible for about a minute and then yeah. that is over and it's done with and i personally have had an absolute dream on it um i just took like loads of paracetamol before i went in and i was fine but yeah personally it's worked really well for me you had a terrible time getting it in. I remember that you went... Yeah, so I tried twice to try and get it in and they just couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, God. Um, 
and I was so frustrated by it and I kept kept thinking no I'm not going to have it I just stick on a pill but then I just got to the end of the tether with my pill and I thought I can't stay on this anymore so I just bit the bullet I absolutely drugged myself up to the eyeballs with like loads of painkillers and calms and just anything to stop me from feeling and then the it was a horrible pain and I actually grabbed the bed and said fuck <laughs> and I was like I'm so sorry <laughs> um but then it's fine it, but although it does feel like someone is just stabbing your soul yeah. from the inside that's the only way I can describe it but it's only 30 seconds it's 30 seconds of horrible yeah. horrible pain and then it's maybe like four out of ten cramping for the next few days and then you just forget you've got it in yeah feel great that's again. the great thing about it is that you just forget that it's there I had quite a similar experience I didn't have any problems getting the coil in but I would compare it to like a violating experience because you know it's nothing it meant to go up there like it does and it's just like oh no I tell you what I'm dreading having it out oh oh yeah same I'm dreading having it out as well I personally think that this is probably one of the most effective and underrated forms of contraception I know some people have had absolute pains on it and really hate it like it does make your period slightly heavier but for me just the fact that I'm not on any hormones anymore feels so good um I just feel back to my normal self I've not had like a mad psycho moment since um and I've not had a panic attack so yeah it's all great so I would give this one a 10 slash 11 out of 10 if I'm honest um I'd give it a probably an 8 or 9 out of 10 but obviously I'm on the hormone one so mine's slightly different so I don't get any periods on mine at all ah interesting I didn't know that I didn't realize yeah I know it's the progesterone again um I did notice Mm. that my skin got worse though but then I had to deal with getting spot treatment which was fine so now we've got the natural family planning so that my understanding one of my friends is on a natural one where you basically take your temperature every day and the more you take your temperature you know when you're ovulating as far as I'm aware um but I don't know about it but I think if that worked then I would 100% Mm. go on that the thing is I think that you are taking a risk it's a risk isn't it unless you're in a sort of committed relationship where you wouldn't mind getting pregnant then great one I think that's what tends to happen is a lot of people are in relationships when they do the natural family planning and yeah it also I think they also do it in sort of combination with other contraception so like the like condoms and things like that um and I know it's quite become quite popular but I know a couple of people who've also got pregnant whilst they've been doing the family planning mm. natural method yeah so it's not 100% effective and I think it's essential like you don't need to take your temperature and things like that I think at the end of the day like you that I mean obviously mm-hmm. you do that's part of it that you're meant to take your temperature every day and work out your basal metabolic rate and all this sort of stuff and people have to use apps and stuff so, so <laughs> smart Lani I find it so sexy when you throw these words out your basal <laughs> metabolic rate but yeah I think at the end of the day you you are playing with fire and you are obviously yeah. you're going to take that risk it's risky business isn't it and I kind of think like could you be bothered for not 100% or at least 99% effect effectiveness. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, no, not for me. And you know what? I'm not responsible enough to just take my temperature every day. I often forgot taking my pills every day. Thankfully, I wasn't with anyone, so it didn't matter. But yeah, just not responsible enough for that. Um, So the last one that we've got is the vaginal ring. I've heard horror stories about these before. I don't even know what this is. God, I'm going to have to Google it again. (laughs) Bear with me. (laughs) It's basically like a little ring that it goes up inside you for a period of time so it usually is like 21 days and then you take it out and you're allowed to have a period whoa Um, i was not expecting it to look like this so it literally looked like a silicon bubble like hair bubble it looks like a hair bubble like a silicon hair bubble yeah so how on earth does this work i don't get it so it's just a hormone so you so it's got hormones in it and you put it inside you and then you are covered and then you take out um, at 21 days to have a period like normal. Wow. Wow. I would be worried it would get stuck. <laughs> I know someone who had was having sex afterwards. He was like, what the hell is on my willy? And he had, <laughs> he had her ring, her like um, hormone, her <laughs> vaginal ring on his, on his willy. It's like a proposal. (laughs) (laughs) Gives a new definition to the cuffing season, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. No, I don't rate the look of that one. I'm really sorry. I like the fact it's something you can just pop in and out, but nah, that doesn't do it for me. I would give that one out of ten. It is such a big part of our lives, like choosing contraception. Like as a as a woman, it's it generally falls on us a lot of the time to think about this, especially if you're in a long term mm. relationship. It does seem like it often becomes our responsibility. And I think a lot of the times the guy doesn't necessarily even think about it. It's not something that pops into his head what contraception no. girls on. And I think that then plays into the like who's responsible. Yeah. For women it I feel like it's a hundred percent a dual responsibility, but women take responsibility for it a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, I mean it really, really should be a dual responsibility. But at the end of the day, as a woman that can get pregnant, we will be the ones that will be dealing with the consequences. Mm. And I don't want to have to go through anything I don't want to. So I would say that I'm quite happy to take that responsibility on. Um, yeah. How about you? So I actually, for the like thinking about responsibility, I actually heard a really interesting um, fact the other day. So women can obviously in an average 28 day cycle, women can get pregnant basically like two days out of that cycle. Whereas men yeah, that's true. can impregnate someone 100% of the time, regardless of age. <laughs> and also if you bring into like age as well, like women, we've got a, a, a like defined period where we can actually get pregnant. So like after puberty, until you reach the menopause. Whereas men, as, as soon as they've hit puberty, they can continue to get women pregnant basically until they die. That is so true. How have I not thought about that before? How, um, however, though... No, I think that's really true. And it's really interesting that the responsibility does fall on us because we can only get pregnant twice mm-hmm. a month. That's so interesting. But at the same time, I would much rather try and control one egg than 10,000 little sperms. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's why there's no male contraception out there other than condoms, yeah. obviously. I think I've read. I think I've also read somewhere that man would have to take a pill like every... 10 minutes of every day 
and not miss a single pill for it to be effective because they're constantly producing sperm all their lives so they they would have to just take pills like all day every day all the time yeah so that's why there's no male contraceptive out there I know that there is there yeah. is some coming out, and I think they've got done a lot. Of, there's a lot of research going into it, so that might be different now. But that was what I read or heard like a while ago. Um, I knew that we were having this chat today, so I asked a few of my guy friends what they would do. It was like if there was a male pill, would they take it? And they're all like, "Why are you asking this? It's so weird." Yeah. I was like with me so all of the girls in the group were like yeah the guys should definitely take one the guys were like one guy said yeah a million percent but it depends what the side effects are like would it fuck with my hormones and I was thinking yeah us girls have to put up with that all the time and the other guy was like hell no (laughs) because I don't want to put any shit in my body and I just thought like how funny is that so they are all like they're really cautious about the consequences and it's so true but I think that's because it's new and the pill is the female pill is so accessible to us and the hormones we put Mm. in our body we're just so used to it like we literally just take it don't we whereas guys because they've never had anything like that before I think it would be quite a culture shift for guys to start to feel comfortable taking it and that argument of like would you trust a man to take the contraceptive pill that must have been the same argument for women that men must have Mm. said that like would you trust your wife to take it oh that's true isn't it yeah so I I reckon that we all the arguments that they're putting out there is probably the exact same arguments that women said back in the day like no I don't want to put anything in my body that's not natural and all that thing and then it just became old hat and like quite standard practice sometimes you just forget like we're talking about a tiny little pill or like some sort of tiny little bit of contraception but actually like the cultural dynamic that that sits within is huge like the culture shift that contraception has had and for women being able to work um be all of their own lives honestly it's just insane isn't it we just kind of forget about that and we take it for granted So when I was researching what kind of contraception I wanted to go on to, I found this really, really helpful website, which basically um, very kind of does what Lali and I have done today, where you basically type in the types of contraception that you've been on and you rate them out of 10 with the side effects and whatnot. And it was called theldown.com. So that's the L, like um, it's like for lowdown, but the theldown.com. And it basically um, lets you put in the things that you care most about. So um not having periods, not wanting hormones. And it sort of suggests the best contraception for you. And I found that really, really helpful. Did Mm. you have any top tips, Lali, for when you were searching? Don't settle. If it's not working for you, try something else. Mm -hmm. Like, don't don't just settle for whatever you're on. There are so many options out there. And don't be afraid of going for non-hormonal types. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that they have to be on hormones, but you don't. You don't have to mm-hmm. be on hormones. You can do like Rosie and just go on the copper coil and ju- that will just work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't think that you have to be on anything either. If you don't want to, you no. don't have to be on anything. Condoms work absolutely brilliantly and they stop yeah. getting STDs. They are good tips, Lali. And also get your partner involved in it. Like, mm. Don't be afraid to talk about it with your partner because I think a lot of people like don't want to talk about periods and stuff like that. But it is important to talk about your contraception because that is part of your relationship. So have you got any nightmare stories 
about your birth control that you want to share? Ooh, so I've had a few split condoms in the past, which is not fun. And then there's the dread that you get after that. It's just like, oh God, and you've got to go get the morning after pill. And even if you're with your boyfriend and you just still like feel a bit scummy, don't you? Because you've got to go through that whole yeah. process of like going in and telling the person what happened. Um, Honestly, it just gives me the biggest cringe and I will do anything to avoid that situation. And also when you... um actually go and get the pill like it's quite expensive it's like if if you do have a split condom it's like 40 quid the next day and not that's not accessible to everyone I remember when I was a student I was thinking like oh my god I'm just spending 40 quid on a pill and that is crazy to me and obviously I think they do it because it's such high density hormones but yeah I think that would that would be my biggest nightmare I must say, I always think like whenever I've gone into that little side room at the pharmacy, yeah. like everyone knows what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Come out and the villagers are there with pitchforks, like get out you whore. <laughs> <laughs> you whore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they just make it so awkward. They really do though. It's like, oh, yeah. you just like to step into the side room with me and you're just sort of like getting side-eyed by the granny because she knows yeah. what's going in there. I hate that side room. I think that should be banned. <laughs> or like an entrance at the back or something. So you don't have to go through the pharmacy and be like, hello, please, can I talk to someone in the side room? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so our nightmare is both that bloody side room. <laughs> yeah. But I have actually found on Reddit um, some birth control horror stories. Oh, go on. Oh, I love these. <laughs> it's nice to know that we're all in this together. <laughs> so this is ladies, watch your birth control horror stories or warnings for other women. The first one makes me laugh. Um, I stopped taking it and got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> That's what'll happen. This might be trivial, but gained 30 pounds. I was a broke college student, still am, who couldn't afford new, t- new clothes to fit. <laughs> so I guess just be mindful of the side effects. Oh, honey. oh bless. You know what? I don't know why the pill makes you put on weight, but it really does. I don't yeah. know why. Like, since not being on the pill, I've, like, shrunk down and I've not changed my eating habits at all. So it's so weird how it works. So going on it caused two weeks of nausea and headaches, but coming off it was the worst part. It was like having extreme PMS every day for two months and pretty oh much God. every PMS symptom you can think about. Christ. That's <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Oh that's my god! Horrible. That oh my gosh! I think that's probably my worst nightmare. Mm. It's just not oh. worth it, is it? When things like that happen, you just mm. think I'm just going to use something else. Here's one for you, darling. Would you rather have a light period every day for a year, or <laughs> produce a year's worth of blood in a day? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That one day oh. you would be curled up on the sofa crying like a bitch. <laughs> it would be horrible. I think I would take that one day though. I think I would take the one day too. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? That's a really horrible would you rather. <laughs> the internet is sick. <laughs> Just get it over and done with. Would you rather insert a dry tampon <laughs> or use a super thick mattress? 
like sanitary towel, dry tampon. I sometimes I think though a pad, like a really nice pad, it feels really nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Do you want to know which the most popular answer was? What the pad? Yeah, I honestly think that it's like that. Sometimes it feels just like a little cushion. Mm. <laughs> I just feel like I'm wearing a nappy, and like it's a big no go for me. <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my god this is sick so would you rather rip a pad off that's got stuck to your pubes or yeah. <laughs> fish around for a tampon that's gone up a bit too far <laughs> oh, oh that is horrible is it that's too much <laughs> although i've actually got i've actually had it where i've have you ever done this before where you've pulled out a tampon and then another one's come out no <laughs> I have. <laughs> to this day, I don't know how it happened. That's horrible. You must have been drunk or something. I don't know. I was only young, though, so I m- must have just forgotten. Uh, so I've got some funny tweets as well from BuzzFeed about okay. um, about the pill. So um, this is one. Keep blaming my mood swings on the pill, but I don't know if it, this is just my personality at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so true where is the line between the hormones and the pill like sometimes I've thought my boyfriends previously are just thinking are you there or are you really just a bitch yeah <laughs> and now I can confirm that I was just hormonal <laughs> there's another one here which was um just next time someone drives up to me in as I'm getting up getting into a parking spot and asks are you pulling out I'm gonna say no I'm on the pill <laughs> I feel like I've got a few guy friends that I can say that to. Just referred to my IUD as a bug zapper, so probably don't let me babysit your child. (laughs) (laughs) A bug zapper. To be fair, that's a really good way of describing it. It literally does zap the sperm, doesn't it? Oh, this is so relatable. Oh my God, are these stomach cramps or is my IUD going rogue? A constant story of irrational fear. Yeah. I get that all the time. Sometimes like just the left-hand side of my stomach, I'm like, oh my God, is that my IUD that she's gone missing? (laughs) I've sometimes I've like, I've got really bad cramps and I'm like, oh my God, is it, has it shifted? Oh my God. Like, is it still in the right place? Because sometimes people can like, it can like pierce your like uterus. Yeah, it can just go rogue. Yeah, it's scary. Have you seen that picture of the baby that comes out and it's holding its mum's IUD? (laughs) No, (laughs) that can't be real. (laughs) Yeah, that apparently happened. Yeah, I have to Google this. (laughs) Baby came out and it was holding its mum's IUD. It might be a fake, but I've seen it before. This sounds like some sort of Donald Trump fake news. Oh my God, no, it is holding an IUD. <laughs> that is hilarious and also awful. Oh my God. That's just a big fuck you to contraception, isn't it, that baby? So um, I think we've talked to death about contraception and given you our opinions and shared our stories Um with you guys if you've got any stories that you want to tell us as i said earlier email us at our roaring 20s podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear your horror stories as well and we'll see you guys all next week bye bye
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.